Yes. So last episode, you ended up at a hotel in suburban New Jersey, um, specifically Parsippany. Um, real place. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there multiple times. Oh, so have I. Kat, have you been there? No. Oh. Yeah, for the best, honestly. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. From what I've given to understand, the town is five highways. <laughs> I mean... Pretty much most of New Jersey seems to be a uh, hellscape of asphalt and assholes driving on said asphalt. That is decidedly not true because I did make you hike all the way to Tripod Rock. It's true. Where you could see New York City, a place Mm -hmm. people might want to go. And their highways. But also some really cool glacial erratics. Yes, we did speak a lot about erratics and showed me the spot where you took your photo that you used for your standby screen for your stream. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I also, um, did I I talk to you about Pudding Stone? Yes. Okay. Yes, we did discuss Pudding Stone. Then you got the whole tour. (laughs) That's, That's the extent of it. Hello, listeners. This is your host and keeper, Kat. In some personal news, I started a new job last week. That's relevant here because it explains why this episode is a little bit more sparse on the sound effects and backing music. As it turns out, work stamina is a thing that I need to rebuild, and after two weeks, those muscles are still a little sore. That won't stop us from putting out episodes, though. This mystery is off to the races, and we're going to be back at our consistent bi-weekly schedule starting this week. If you're on Blue Sky, you can find each of us individually at our usual handles. If you miss the shitposting, you'll find it on Blue Sky. We've also elected to create a new Tumblr blog at Danger Square Media, where we'll be doing episode write-ups, new game announcements, and general art sharing. If you don't use either platform but still want to keep up to date or just prefer a newsletter, email us at admin at dangersquare.ca with the sub subject line danger square newsletter that'll help us gauge whether or not we want to also start making an email distribution list so that you can get all of those announcements in your inbox if social media isn't your thing if you'd like to support us there are a few ways you can do that first you can tell someone about the show we thrive on word of mouth and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend your friends your polycule your found family your biological family or the uh slightly older dyke who's hitting on you at the psychics convention We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via Skeet or Tumblr message, and you'll get a shout-out on the show. Without further ado, let's save the world. opens back up but riley you can no longer see the stage the house the house lights dim wait and you there i can no longer see the stage where that i'm standing on correct what am i standing on the carpet of your hotel room but i can still see the you can't see the audience either because you have closed the curtains but okay so stage lights go down or house house lights go down which means you can no longer see the audience right you're not like lit by slaked lime and but like you know you are cats a theater kid back in your hotel room i mean this whole arc is the theater arc you are back in your hotel room and you don't see the audience anymore it's just you and euphrema and you have some information to communicate to her well that was dramatic what did you just see i saw you get up and go over to the window and slam the curtain shut okay was i supposed to see anything else Mm, i i just have this feeling that we're being watched oh okay like like google watched or something else no, I mean, probably yes. Um, in as so far as, you know, I'm pretty uh, sure there's a Chromecast on this TV. Yeah, there's a reason I only use Bing. Um, okay, Diet Coke. Yeah, that's not canon. Um, I just. Okay. Okay. So you think we're being watched by something supernatural? 
Okay, ghosts. Okay. okay, ghosts are yes. What else exists? Um, Bigfoot. Have you talked oh to God, Bigfoot? I, I haven't talked to Bigfoot. I go camping like a couple times a year to try and find him. No luck. Um, Mothman. Mothman has to. But like you didn't, you haven't talked to Mothman. No, no one's talked to like, Mothman in like 20 years. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, okay. Um, But like, once again, you've talked to ghosts. So I'm just kind of trying to figure out the vibe here. Okay. I don't think it was ghosts watching us. But it was definitely not can people. You just, can you just like describe? It's like. Don't try to put a name to it. Just give me a physical description. Do do I remember what the. You didn't really describe the actual audience members. No, they sort of all, to your recollection, have a, um, you know, like the default MSN icon where it's just like a head and a body with like, it's a circle for a head like a curve for a body oh god i haven't thought about that in a very long time okay yeah or like that was msn was the first thing i could pull for some reason but like that's the default like, icon like, for a lot of websites like those rift world people in that game that have no limbs they're just kind of bodies with a head yeah or like um like any sort of default profile icon they're, they're they were able to like communicate obviously because they did boo you but like they were very grayed out it's and okay. hard to individuate. It's like they were watching us like we were a show. show. Okay. And it's it's like my brain can't make out what they actually look like. They're just kind of generic entities. They didn't look like ghosts from what They're I entities. now know about ghosts. It was like it was like if you have you seen that show Community? Yeah. You know that the their mascot was the human being and it was just like a generic nothing of a human but like it is the aspect of a like <laughs> the most bland person imaginable. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like that without like the spray paint part where like, yeah, um, just like like default Sims, but not even with that much characteristics. It was just things humanoid, but like they were watching us. It felt like we my God, I feel crazy. Um, no, no. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm telling you about this, because. OK, cat. You're yes. Do I have enough? To use my cryptid sighting class skill to investigate a mystery on what's being described. <laughs> I An think actual you do. ability. Okay, so that's a twelve. Mm-hmm. Which is so on ten plus hold two. Yes, you can use your investigate a mystery. You can like we have established. You can ask the questions with the Cotton Eye Joe corollary. Mm -hmm. Or you can do the one specific question or two general questions. But uh, what does your actual ability say? Uh, it's exciting. You take notes of any reports of strange creatures. Whenever you first see a new type of creature, you may immediately ask one of the investigated mystery questions. Oh, okay. I didn't need so to roll. So you did not need to roll. Correct. Well, oh, I rolled really good anyway, so I'm really happy So with we're that. just going to treat this as an investigator mystery roll as if you hadn't invoked the ability. So I'm um, just going to go with what sort of creature is this so from the impression that you've gotten from the information given to you by riley the beings watching you are not the genesis of what is happening at this convention but you get a distinct impression that there is some form of trickster involved whether that is mythological or cryptidy it's not quite clear like you're probably not dealing with like anansi because that would be weird for me to do in <laughs> this show yep. but um definitely some sort of fey trickster Okay. okay, so we've got like generic people kind of shapes watching a stage that you were yeah. on. So and... like, like our hotel room was like a set and they were sitting watching us and it's like there were lights. And the reason I closed the curtain is because it, it closed the, the stage curtain from them okay. watching us. And they started booing me when I did it. Okay. And now we're here. <laughs> hey, Riley. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about dealing with fairies? I watched a lot of Tinkerbell movies. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say Will and Grace. <laughs> I, 
Um, okay, not quite like that. Um, okay, so what I can put together here is like we're definitely dealing with something like trickster-ish. Oh, okay. And the, like the setting you're giving me, it's like it, it kind of sounds like some reports of like fey creatures being like, I don't think we're dealing with like a whole audience of things here. They're probably just watching the show like on a stage that a trickster is putting on. Okay, so I'm going to need you to be real level with me here, Euphrema. Okay, okay, yeah. Am I going to get kidnapped and brought back to a fairy court where I will marry a hot fairy guy and will like do magic and save the not, world? Not likely. Okay, because I've read a lot of books. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, just don't give anyone your name. Don't walk through any bushes. Um, okay. Um, any? Oh, and, any and other... be careful what you eat. Like, don't, don't accept any food or drink. Okay, I think I already got a drink from the guy who checked us in. No, I must be thinking of real life Erica, who is a Hilton <laughs> Diamond Rewards member and gets free beverages. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, this is like a fucking holiday in, dude. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so like... Keep your water bottle on you. We'll grab some granola bars or something. Uh, yeah, don't accept any food or drink. Don't give anyone your name Wait. and don't walk through any bushes. Wait, a new restaurant just opened up at the hotel, right? Sorry. Yeah? Is that, that's like someone giving food to people. Hmm, I wonder if it counts if you pay for the food. Because usually it's supposed to be like a gift kind of thing. I'm not saying we should go try to get food. I'm saying like, what do you do with a fairy? Um. And why could I see... I, mm, well, I, I assume that's I, something to do with the magic. Yeah, I, this yeah, weird... I can't help you on that one. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's the question was answered in my I think out loud. So, yeah. At this point, your friend was like digging through her bag looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, and here, it's a piece of iron. It's just like an old rusty nail. <laughs> I just... I, I, I want to say that it's, it's, probably, it's probably a ferro rod. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> like... For lighting fires while you're camping, yeah. because Euphrema oh. seems like the type of person who camps a lot. And would just have a ferro rod on her, because it's mixing yeah. with everything else. I do. I keep mine in my purse. Mine's in the car, with the rest of my camping stuff. But those aren't usually pure iron. No, they're definitely a mix, but it's yeah. better than nothing. Fair. Uh, yeah, this is Erica being a, a material science nerd. Yes. Um. Okay, so I just keep this... In yeah, just put it my... in your pocket or something. Okay, I'll put it in my purse with my keys. Um, do you still have one? I'm not like taking your. I probably got one on me somewhere here. Okay. <laughs> you mm, okay? This brings me to again Bigfoot, Mothman. Just trying to get a gauge on things here. Have you talked to fairies before? I go to clubs all the time. Okay, I understand the joke. <laughs> not sure if I'm allowed to laugh at it. Because I got in trouble for trying to appropriate gay culture, apparently, last, like, two days ago. Something about hagging at a club. I don't know. Um, okay, yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't need to worry about that. Um, talking to Faye. I feel like that's something that Euphrema at least believes she's done before. Whether that's actually true or not is uh, something that remains to be seen, I think. Yeah. Um, but certainly that can, that, that is almost assuredly something that Euphrema would believe. Yeah, no, like, I'm pretty sure I've talked to Faye before. I've definitely had places where, like, being extra cautious worked in my benefit. Okay, so don't use my name. Don't give your name. Don't give my name. Yeah, if someone says, can I have your name, say no, but you can call me. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Hey, Riley. Hey. You are very suddenly able to recall that you did have to give your name for booking the hotel room oh oh so like does it have to be that exact wording or like 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 the person at the front desk needed my name so i could book the hotel room did they say may i have your name i don't remember i'm gonna say you're probably fine <laughs> okay if not we'll find out later <laughs> reassuring um so I think this is a good spot for this scene to wrap so mm -hmm. you're not floundering for things to talk about. Um, and I will suggest that you have a couple of avenues for investigation. Um, you can check out the restaurant. You can talk to any one of the psychics at the convention. You could try to find out more from the hotel manager. Which one of those seems most interesting to you? I wouldn't mind checking out the convention floor. I Eric, mean, are you good with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. 
Yeah, I'm pretty much happy to go with whatever Euphrema suggests. How how much I know for the audience and and for out of game, like I remember having the sense that this was very magic and knowing that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't really want Euphrema to know that I know what the Fae are even. Um, mm-hmm. And because of that, I just I'm just kind of going along with Euphrema. Right. Because right. I yeah, you, that's, you that's kind have of a the, distinct, the vibe. The other thing is, uh, just as a reminder, you had suspicion that maybe TV psychic Robert Elvin might have something to do with this because oh, he right. did give you that conspiratorial wink. Um, yeah, um, okay. And what do I know about the Fae from my training in the sect? Um, or is that a role? Because ancient lore is one of the traditions of the sect. Like, I have to pick those out, right? As part of um, creating the character. Mm-hmm. But magical lore is not one of the traditions of the sect. So I think, like, you are... You're, this, the, the sect is very aware of these things going on, but it is not something they are concerned with. Primarily okay. instances of... Faye stuff don't blow up beyond a very small interaction with individuals. So because it's not some grander threat, the Order generally doesn't tend to bother with it, really. It's not that it's beneath them so much as it's just outside of their purview. Sure. No, that makes sense. Um, okay. So I, as we're walking down the, the stairwell, um, also, like, the magician who's supposed to die, like, when they were doing all the reveals and stuff, gave me, like, a wink. And I think it's just because, like, I think it's just because, like, he was like, how did I, like, ooh, look at this magic I did. But now I'm less sure about that. And so that also might be something we should look at. Like, you think he might be a suspect in get, getting to the bottom of this? Could he be a fairy? I mean, a lot of people could be fairies. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel super good. Um, <laughs> Most people aren't fairies, don't worry. Okay, but yeah, I, I'm going to follow your lead. <laughs> he just felt suspicious. For what that's worth to me. Okay. To you. I think we should go down to the convention floor for a bit and just like see if there's any gossip going on about this. And maybe you keep an eye on Robert Alvin. Oh, yeah. See if he's doing weird magic stuff. I will. I don't know how this works still. So like. Yeah, it's like, like you saw. Oh, duh. Sorry. I think I got so shook up. Okay. Before we open the door to leave the stairs, like obviously I was, oh my God, I didn't even tell you what I, so when I was trying to feel the magic sitting up on the bed in the room um, and figure out if there was something going on, um, wait, did I already tell you about how the cards had been changed with magic? The cards with the predictions? That. I don't believe that was specifically mentioned. Um, yeah, my brain's a little scrambled. Um, so anyhow, um, it's like the ink got moved around on the paper. So like the papers are the papers that were put in the box and the box wasn't actually opened, but something manipulated the actual like writing so that all the predictions would say that. So the lock wasn't just trash. Okay. I can't speak to the quality of the lock, but it didn't feel like the box had been opened with magic anyway. Um, and clearly that's what attracted this. I don't know if it attracted this audience trickster um or if that somehow enabled me to see that we've been being watched this whole time and if that's what drew me here from that weird vibe i think you're caught up (laughs) i think we'll probably get the answers to some of these questions okay (laughs) that seems to be how this goes so yeah there's a lot of empty space that just doesn't get answers it's frustrating then you go back to it so Okay, so the two of you walk out to the convention floor, and there's still some people milling around. It's probably late afternoon, um, you know, 4.30-ish. Some people, depending on, you know, when they eat, might be going for an early dinner. It's not super likely, but there's definitely some din coming from the direction of the restaurant. Um, some din din? <laughs> Not quite din-din. Okay. I mean, like, for some people, yes, but just a sort of low noise of voices. Out on the convention floor, you see a couple of people, but you do see two women arguing with each other. It's a whisper fight. Like, the body language is very argumentative, but the voices are hushed. Like, if, if you've ever seen two people aggressively whispering at each other... Yep. 
Um, do you do you have like recording stuff for ghosts? Like yeah, microphones. I, I've got the I, I've got my recorder. Yeah. Would it be able to pick up what they're fighting about? I mean, I could try. Okay, I just don't want to be too obvious. I guess. I guess we'll just take a seat, close <laughs> mm-hmm. but out of eye shot. <laughs> Um, this feels like it has to be a role. Yes, that definitely should be. Whether that's, I just... Act under pressure? Yeah, I think it's gotta be act under pressure, because the pressure is being found that you're recording these people without their consent. Okay, that's an 11. Aaron is just rolling the hits today. (laughs) I do good. So, on a 10+, plus, you do what you set out to do. And you do make that recording. Mm-hmm. I think, like, we're just kind of looking like lost tourists in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, the snippets of conversation that you are able to pick up over the general convention susurrus is... Um, you hear, like, a very puffy, breathy sort of whisper, like, Well, I don't know, Helen. How do you think it happened? Uh, Julia, we said no real names. Stop. Just explain to me how someone got into the box and changed all of the predictions to kill off that fucking guy. If I knew, I would have told you. It's... Why do you think I'm not... We need to keep going forward with the plan, but I need you to promise me that we don't make it look like any of the ways that were written on the paper. Did you write them down? Of course I wrote them down. You think I'm stupid now just because I'm scared? No. We just have to be careful. We should stop talking about this in public. And that's where the conversation ends. (laughs) They kind of just storm off with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So are they trying to keep him alive by avoiding these things? Or are they trying to kill him by not doing these things? It, I think they're, to me, it sounds like they're trying to find a way to kill him that doesn't align with the predictions. I think they're trying to kill him. That's pretty oh messed my God. up. Uh, yeah. Um, like we, we have to do something about that, right? What the hell do we do about that? <laughs> the hell do we do about that? It, like, like d- if we warn him, he just thinks it's some joke based around the predictions. I assume there's another group walking around us now looking lost recording us. <laughs> um, uh, unfortunately, no such thing. Okay. What? Okay. What would a fairy do if you asked for their name? Uh, be smart enough not give not to give it to you. Cat is the front desk worker the same one as earlier? Yes, Brayden Winters. And I know that because it's because, on the same tag. Uh, because he gave you his name. Okay. Or he gave you a name. Right. Okay. I'm going to go to the lobby um, and go to the front desk and just be like, um, hi, uh, thank you for earlier and helping me out. Um, yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, actually, could, I, I've been looking for you, uh, Ms. Knutson. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, could I get your name? Uh, yeah, um, Braden Winters. I'm the hotel manager. Right. I just... Um, the credit card that you used has enough rewards points on it that we've actually um so you're entitled to a free dinner at trattoria de luca as part of your hotel rewards oh that's exciting um sorry um we were just talking about what to do for dinner and so i've just um that makes up our plans um is there like something you give me do i what do Uh, i tell yes 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 um so you can um if you put it if you charge it to your room it will will comp it on the bill oh okay perfect um thanks yeah of course um you had a question for me i was gonna ask about um your recommendations on some local places but it doesn't matter anymore well, if you are here for the weekend, right? True. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so and we some were kind of places. We were feeling tacos, but like I'm flexible. Okay, so it's a bit of a drive. Um, were you thinking about heading into Morristown, or were you going to stay in the area? I'm not from around here, but we have a car, so if it's worth it. Uh, there's there's a number of places actually. So are you looking for more of a like a fast casual thing, not like Chipotle? That's everywhere has Chipotle, but like oh, yeah, you no. know, counter service um, sort of burritos. I mean, I yeah, I'm not gonna say no to that sort of thing, but also you know, a good 
cart run by a guy who doesn't speak English kind of situation where it's... um... (sighs) We don't particularly have that around here. Okay, yeah. You'd have to go somewhere a bit more urban. Um, The best thing I can recommend... So it's it's more Tex-Mex around here, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that would do. There's a restaurant just down 46... Um, it's on 46 West, just across from the Target. It's, uh, it's called Jose Tejas. They do some very large and very generously poured margaritas and pretty all right food. But if you would prefer something actually good and somewhere that you could go out afterwards because there's actually some nightlife, um, I would recommend driving down to Morristown. Okay. And checking out a place called Tito's Burritos. They do, um, it, I know, it's it, it's oh, uh, sort of California-style burritos. Uh, they do one that has an aji amarillo sauce and fried chicken in the burrito, and it's quite good. Sounds incredible. Let me grab a paper, and I'm going to, like, dig around in my purse. I want to accidentally, and I'm making air mm-hmm. quotes for the listeners, drop the ferro rod... <laughs> Like, so it rolls onto the desk as I'm, like, putting down paper mm-hmm. and be like, oh, sorry, you grab that. Roll to manipulate someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not my good stats. Why, why am I like this? Um, You've decided to play the face without the stats of a face. Oh, charm is my worst stat by far. <laughs> Mixed success. Hey. That's better considering than Considering we it's a minus for. one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you want, basically, you want him to pick up the ferro rod for you. I want to see if he will. I don't really know how this works, but it seems <laughs> like a piece of information, so. Yeah, um, so he picks it up by the plastic handle and says, oh, uh, you dropped this. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, my purse, it's messy. Uh, okay, Tito's Burritos, and that's in Harrisonburg? Morristown. Morristown. Oh, my God. Um, um, so you're going to go from here. You're going to take 46 West. You'll get on the highway 287 South, and then you'll I, get off at exit 36. I mean, as then, long as it shows up in Apple Maps, I'll probably... Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm used to giving Not, directions yeah. to the type of people who attend psychic conventions and... And they might not they own don't cell always, phones. Sure. Yeah, they don't yeah. always. It, it, it's a, it's the kind of crowd that prefers to use a Nokia. I think my dad had one of those. Um, but thank you. Super helpful. Um, super excited about dinner. Um, and uh, you were so helpful. Thank you. Is there like a card I can fill out where I put down your name and like? Yeah, we'll give you a box? comment card on checkout. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Step to the side. Do, 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 do. I, okay, I was going to say, I was about to say, I don't think I learned anything, but okay. Um, I dropped the ferro rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made, he picked it up very deliberately by the plastic part. I, I feel will like most... give the caveat that it, that it didn't look super deliberate. It's just that the logical way to pick something up no, is by the handle. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I guess that makes sense. Um, uh, given that that's how you hold it, it seems like. Um, anyhow. Here's the more suspicious thing based on what you just told me. We get a free meal from La Trattoria, whatever the new restaurant is. Um, and it's, he, he said it was because my dad has a bunch of reward points for this hotel family, but we've never gotten that before. And you were saying never accept free food. Kind of seems yeah, suspicious. But... Huh. Good he gave me to... his name, though, but... I guess I don't know if it's his real name. Yeah, like if I were to service, I wouldn't use my real name. Huh, that never occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> the free food is, is suspect, though, so uh, maybe we'll avoid that. Anyway. I want to just the- also give the... You get the sense that his other food recommendations were very genuine. Um, yeah, he did recommend a taco place that sounded pretty killer, though. Or, sorry, a burrito place. Like, um, it's a little further... Yeah, it's a little further away in Morris... I wrote it down. Um, oh, yeah, you jump on the highway, you go up and yeah. Okay, you know. Um, but yeah, so anyhow, if we were wanting a dinner that wasn't going to uh, trap us in a fey castle, that, I don't know. Yeah, however, the bad thing. Yeah, yeah you, you don't want to be in the castle, Riley. Just trust me. I, I trust you. I'm just saying I was led to believe one thing by Miss Sarah J. Moss and... 
I know that's, I'm, I, it's a joke. I'm sorry. I'm joking because like, I, who would have thought this was what I'd be dealing with today? Um, I was okay. led to believe something else by Susanna Clark and the never... dozens upon dozens of footnotes in Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell. Oh, well, yeah, that one I have read. I only know Silver in the Wood and I can't remember who wrote that. You would, Aaron, I think you would deeply enjoy, at the very least, the TV show of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. It's, um, I mean, like, I love it because it's Regency drama, but um, it's about fairies and magic users in Regency England. Oh, it includes, is really good. <laughs> it includes the High Wizard of England defeating uh, defeating Napoleon's navy in, in assistance of uh, Nelson. John D? No, that's way earlier. Never mind. No, Horatio. Oh, no, the wizard. The the wizard. No, no, no. Very specifically, yeah. Jonathan Strange in this case, the oh, character okay. who doesn't exist in real life. Yeah, John D was like centuries earlier, I think. Yes. Also, that's funny because Gerald Gardner tried the same thing on the Nazis in World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, what's the harm? You just have one crackpot waving his hands around. <laughs> doesn't hurt the war effort that much. Anyway. So if you're hungry, uh, we could go get taco burritos. I had tacos on the brain for some reason. Anyhow. Um, but also, we should probably investigate this and figure out what's going on. Because stuff. That's weird. I, I don't I don't want people watching me and I don't know how I'm going to be able to sleep because that's super creepy. Um I mean it's already creepy they could see inside the hotel room. I didn't really even think about that. I like used the bathroom. Okay, Riley. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I don't know how you can say that given what Cuz we've got other stuff to to look at right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh following your lead. And I think um, that Euphrema's mode of working this is basically just being a, a convention goer, like checking at the tables and talking to the various sellers and psychics. Yeah, and, I think that's that's fair. Um, and hoping some but, of them feel very open because they're fellow believers. Um, oh my god, that feels like it's going to be a role. Just to sort of summarize your results. Okay. Uh, whether that is read a bad situation or investigate a mystery, I'm not 100% sure. I would lean more towards investigate a mystery. I'm willing to hear arguments otherwise. Yeah, I think it's investigate a mystery in this case. That makes sense to me. Um, also, I just discovered that charm is the one rating I cannot improve using my <laughs> advancements. <laughs> Riley is not play- our face In this playbook. It. That's very funny. Um, okay, so Aaron, you've rolled a 12, an 11, and a 10. I'm getting worse. <laughs> Everything you've rolled so far has been 10 plus. So you can ask a specific question as the results of your investigation here, or you can ask two generals or anyone of the list. I think it's the, the influencing list. my rules here. I think that's what's happening. Probably. Okay, so we know what happened here. We know what sort of creature. I can figure out what it can do in a roundabout way. What can hurt it? I don't think we're worried about right now. Where did it go? And what is being concealed here are like the two I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty reasonable, I feel like. <laughs> what, what was it going to do? Well, we know it's going to try and kill the psychic guy. So I think I'm going to go with where did it go? And what is being concealed here for my two general questions? Um, so where did it go? Your investigation, talking to all of the other psychics, doesn't really give you a ton of information on that. So it's not so much where did it go as much, or, or rather the answer that you get from the discussion is that it, the presence of it is still very much felt in this hotel. It has not left it, it is still here somewhere. So if it is a fae walking around as a person in disguise, they have not gone out to dinner. And it's just people are generally picking up on that shift in energy in the room kind mm-hmm. of thing. And in terms of what's being concealed here, I think the concealment that you get the impression of particularly is one of physical form so it is not a typical like humanoid or it's not like the assumed humanoid fairy that you might expect but someone who has used their magic to transform themselves into a human someone using glamour yes or you know a particular ability of that individual good neighbor okay do i have to reiterate that to riley (laughs) 
Um, I think that is iterated. That's reiterated to Riley just w- without just as we it go. Needing- <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. So with that information, what do you think is your next step? I think from his next question is how could we see through the glamour or the shape shifting or whatever like that? The next one she's going to post to herself. Mm-hmm. And Riley, right? I, I get the feeling that uh, Euphrema like asks these questions out loud to herself a lot, <laughs> right? So, um, as you two are standing there pondering these uh, very deep and not so philosophical questions, um, you hear someone approaching, and you see that it is indeed TV psychic Robert Alvin, and I will always introduce him as TV psychic Robert Alvin. <laughs> Of course. Um, He has medium brown hair with a warm undertoned pale skin and uh, like Elijah Wood in Lord of the Rings blue, blue eyes. Uh, Good evening, ladies. Oh, um, evening. Um, uh, It is a pleasure to meet you. I am television psychic Robert Alvin. So you are. I happen to notice that the two of you were at the Grand Prediction. Are either of you involved in the community? Oh, you're the guy who's... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're laughing about that. Okay, that's good. Um, have you have you been around the psychic community for very long? I'm kind of here out of curiosity. Uh, so no. Then I should let you in on a little bit of an industry secret. You see, uh, most people at gatherings like this, charlatans, hucksters, generally people of ill repute who are looking to part an easy mark from their money. Someone who is desperate, who wants to learn something about someone departed or something about their future. Someone whose uncertainty is easy to prey on. And just based on both of your bearings, I didn't get the sense that you were that type of mark. So I assumed you might have something to do with the industry, but it seems that's also false. So I will give you the warning that a fool is easily parted with his money, and I don't see either of you as fools. Well, that's reassuring. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Don't give money to strangers. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I mean, that's not precisely what I said. You generally do need to give money to strangers to pay for goods and services. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just don't get tricked. It's okay. That's why you got me beside you. (laughs) Yes. You're, um, yeah. No, my, my friend here knows a lot more about this stuff than I do. So she was kind of showing me around. Oh, I hope that the two of you have a good time. I certainly, I know that I've been just dying to see what happens. I, I'm allowed (laughs) to laugh at that, right? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, (laughs) sorry. Again. He seems to be taking it all in stride. I, you know. Okay, I am curious. Do you get death threats a lot? I, hmm, curious. You consider these threats? I mean, yes, the idea is to put it out there with the intention of being threatening. Whether or not you actually are threatened is kind of irrelevant. I suppose. I, I Certainly, I've received my fair share of hate mail. I have received my fair share of praise. Uh, Generally, when one is as public a figure as I, you tend to get a little bit of it all. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, Not fair. A fair rating of the situation. Yes. So uh, the, the threats don't particularly... Usually they are tied to someone who feels they were done a bad turn. It's just a lot to somehow get into the box with the predictions and change them all. Like, that is that is a step of dedication. You think they were changed? Well, going around, no one seems to remember writing that you're going to die. In fact, it sounds like some people are pretty sure they didn't write that. Now that does pique my interest. Hmm. Oh, I figured you would have heard that already. <laughs> you know, hotel security did very much manhandle me out of the room after dozens upon dozens of predictions of my untimely and gruesome demise. Each more but gruesome I than have, the last. I have managed to slip their uh, bonds, escape my jailers, and I've decided to walk around the convention. If someone means to kill me, I, I doubt hotel security is going to stop them. Yeah, they aren't much of a deterrent, are they? They're not allowed to carry guns. They just have coupons. Have you tried the new restaurant? Sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> a Trattoria de Luca. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
they do some very lovely things with classic Italian food. I, good to know. Um, I know it just opened, so I've and, kind of been um, trying to get the vibe. I will say the thing that I particularly enjoy about this place is the garlic bread bar. Garlic bread bar. Yes. When you arrive at the restaurant, you are allowed to... Per- so you have the option of ordering the garlic bread bar... And it is a vast array of different kinds of bread with different levels of roasted garlic and uh, various flavors attached. Cheesy, uncheesed, buttered, olive oil, focaccia. Eat as much garlic bread as your heart desires. Oh, well, I do love garlic bread. Yeah, I gotta well, admit, that's, that's tempting. Yeah, we should probably go look for something to, to eat. Um. Okay, well, we won't take any more of your time, but... Um, I hope you don't die in one of 50 different ways. <laughs> I certainly, uh, let's, let's go with 51, just in case someone decides to get creative, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how about I look forward to seeing you alive tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I, I will say the same to you and I'll bid you a good evening. And we'll wander as, away. Oh, sorry. Please. As Rock. As TV psychic Robert Alvin is walking away, I think Euphrema will go into her bag and just on an off chance, grab the EMF reader. He he had weird vibe to him. It's like, I don't think this will work, but like, I should try something. <laughs> you, you do not get an EM reading from him or you get like normal ambient EM readings. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, it, she didn't take a baseline, so... Yeah, like, it, it's it's hard to tell what is and isn't normal because, you know, there's hotel Wi-Fi you have to contend with, and there's the various fairy lights. There's the fairy lights that people have at their booths and everything like that. Wait, and those... did, did we skip 6G in one year? Yes. Wow. <laughs> it caused too much COVID, so they went right to 7G for marketing. <laughs> Uh, no, they they actually um, they got sued uh, because 6G infringed on Fly Like a G6. <laughs> so they had to. It's like it's like with Windows. It's it's like with Windows Nine. How there's no Windows Nine. They just went from eight to ten. Perfect. Okay, so uh, TV psychic star Robert Alvin is not a ghost. I can tell you that much. That's something we were worried about. <laughs> No, but I figured I should do something. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, well, fair. That seemed weird, right? Um, he did seem oddly calm about like death threats and such, but also uh, almost, almost kind of like joyous. Yeah, but I don't know what the normal. He it almost sounded like it was just like a prank that yeah. he thought was funny from the other magicians. Yeah. Or psychics, or I should. Yeah. Sorry, not magicians. Different sort of thing. Yeah, I could not could not put a finger on that, but thank you. Um. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I don't know what to do from here. Well, we stop investigating on empty stomach. Thank God. Thank Judeo-Christian God who exists. <laughs> Judeo-Christianity doesn't though. Wait, I'm confused. It's a it's <laughs> a made up it's a it's a term that oh, yeah, evangelicals made up yes. to co-op Judaism into their weird apocalyptic agenda. That I guess I did know. The Judeo-Christian benefit of Complete subservience to God. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's like everything that's claimed as a Judeo-Christian belief is just a Christian belief that they're applying to Jews for some reason. Uh, Anyway, is there anything else you wanted to investigate? Yes. I'm going to call... Let's go back to our room for a second. I, well, I have to call my dad just because, like, you know, he, this wasn't the original plan for our trip. And so he, I just need to check in with him. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, or actually, if you want to hang around, like, talk to some psychics or whatever, um, I'll be right back. Because, like, I don't know. I don't know that you need to hear me talking to my dad. Um, yeah, no, I guess you're right. I'll, yeah, I'll keep looking around. Okay. Maybe I'll right find, back. like, an enchanted stone or something. Who knows? Um, please do. That sounds useful. Um, and I'm going to go up to the room and, uh, one of my initiate moves is fortunes, uh, which the sect has ancient prophecies or divine or divination techniques, which they use to predict the future. Once per mystery, I may use them. Um, if you look at what, oh, this wasn't, this wasn't the contact someone for my sect thing. This is what, this was my stare into the toilet thing last mystery, right? Yes. Well, I guess <laughs> going back to the toilet. 
you can well, you use can do the it in sink. private at least. Oh, I could use the sink. Right. Yes. Um, sink is better. Um, uh, but I am going to attempt to scry the future because now stuff is weird. And if this guy's going to die, I'd like to try to prevent that probably. <laughs> okay. So let me read through this move real quick. Yeah. Of course. If you look at what the future holds, rolled plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three. On a seven and nine, hold one. On a miss, you get bad information. Okay. Roll plus weird. And <gasps> the. <laughs> Fuck me, it's my good stat. <laughs> this and being strong. A three and a one. Ooh, woo. Well, I get experience. Mm-hmm. Leveling and up like no one else. <laughs> you get you get so you in the in the mirror, like you see a vision of a very grisly murder where Robert Alvin is. Okay, so I'm debating how gory I want this to be. PG-13. Yeah, like I said, as long as it's not like straight body horror, I'm com- I'm okay. Um, so I think it's that he is discovered spread eagle on his bed in a pool of blood with a knife wound at his throat. Oh god. Okay, I'll go back downstairs. <laughs> okay. Um uh, you find Euphrema um, talking to one of the psychics. Um, it's a the maybe, person. That... Maybe we do the scene where you what happened while I was upstairs, like Euphrema talking to the psychic. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. uh, you find Euphrema talking to a psychic. In the past, Euphrema, as Riley goes upstairs, um, you are approached by a woman of middle age with medium olive skin and very clearly dyed silver hair. (laughs) And she says to you, good evening. You look lost. Uh, (laughs) My foot just grabbed her. (laughs) That was not intentional. I mean, lost is a word for it. Wandering's another word for it. Um, I will give you the clue that this is one of the women who you heard whispering before. So definitely don't make it look like I recognize her. Phew, a bit of a clue as to where your life is supposed to be going. Give me your hand. Sure. She takes a look at your palm. Uh, do you see the line here? This represents some very... Ev- future. Your future holds, I see, a line that is cut short. That's a good thing, right? But it, hmm, something about your hand tells me that you have seen this before. And like you've, a, a you, psychic convention? Yeah, I've been to a few. You may well see this again. I'll probably go to some in the future. And then a break. Someday the cycle will stop, possibly by this very hand. I don't think I'm going to shut down a convention. I also see in, uh, so your love line here, um, that very specifically tells me that uh, I get the feeling that uh, your love life is contained entirely in here, here in your hand. <laughs> no, not usually. Euphrema has like a very shitty grin at the psychic lady. <laughs> it, it does a lot for other people. Uh-huh. Well, uh, that I find very interesting. Are you uh, free later? I'm actually going into town with a friend tonight, but uh, I might be free tomorrow. I've heard very good, very good things about Trattoria de Luca. No, if we're going to try that, we're going to try that later. We're going to go, we're going to see some of the nightlife in town. Okay, well, if you uh, want to look me up, my name is Madame Maya. Do you have a booth here? Yeah, uh, yeah, just uh, the one that says Madame Maya on it. Okay, okay, okay. So I know where to find you at least. Uh, Yes, you, you should be able to find me relatively easily. I do have one other question. I have an answer. It might not be satisfactory. Oh, I was going to ask if you saw anyone selling hagstones here. Would you believe that nobody really does any sort of, like, crafting at these conventions? It seems like it's a very untapped market. Seriously, like, you'd think, like, crystals and stuff would sell, like, hotcakes. You would you would think, but the people come here are looking more for, like, the waving the hands around a crystal ball type experience. Grabbing strangers' so hands, right? Well... Only a stranger for as long as you want to be. And this is about when Riley comes. <laughs> yeah, out. I was gonna say. <laughs> um, like I said, uh, Madam Maya, you are. Oh, you can call me Euphrema. Euphrema, 
You have a very... You have the name of a psychic. Yeah, my cold reading was never very good, though. Uh, what about a, had your heart reading? Um, you... Cartomancy. I, I I can show you some reading later. I, th- I, I'm just specifically talking shop here. Uh, like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, never really my thing. I mean, any fool can do tarot readings. I mean, like, aren't there like six different ways to read any of those cards? Exactly. That's sort of the, it's a bit of a hot read. You know, you get a little bit of information from whoever comes in and then. Yeah, I know. It, it always just seemed like so much. Not even like a magic eight ball? Oh, I had one of those as a kid. That thing was fun. Uh, Riley, you hear a very odd conversation. (laughs) Um, Hey, uh, not to interrupt. Um, I'm hungry. (laughs) Hello, hungry. I am Madame Maya. (laughs) Yeah, I walked right into that one, I guess. Um, Just like you walked into our conversation. Can I help you? Yeah, I guess um, I'll sit on that bench over there. Sorry, I didn't mean to be rude. No, no, no. We're going to go get dinner and then see the town and come back to the hotel. That is the plan. (laughs) Okay, we can go get burritos now. Thank God. Later. Where would you like to go get dinner? We're getting burritos. Oh, heck yeah, we're going to Tito's. with Dice is a part of Dangerous Square Productions. To support the work we do, visit our website, dangerousquare.ca. Monster of the Week is written by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave a review on the podcatcher of your choice or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners. In a close second are five-star reviews. The theme song for Disaster Lesbian's Guide to the Apocalypse is My Mommy Dom Spit in My Mouth and Now I'm a Kami by Over My Dead Name. Visit linktr.ee slash omdn for Allison's other work. This episode also features a song by Weeping Witch called Doctors Hate Her, Local Woman. You can find that on weepingwitch.bandcamp.com. Starring in this episode, we have Aaron Cotter as Euphrema Naylor. Aaron uses they-them pronouns. Also starring in this episode is 40 Under 40 gay luminary Erica Belsauce, who played Riley Knutson. Erica uses any-all pronouns. Somewhat starring and maybe more featured in this episode was me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it-its and she-her pronouns. Until next time, keep an eye out for anything weird. 